Welcome to Zichu Daf Simani Memorai Ram Goldai and Trim Zakas Baba Kama Daf Tsari Of, the eighth parakel So the three tops we're going to focus on them. When the Gemara asks, Yesh Omud Nizakin is an assessment made for damages to determine if the weapon was capable of inflicting them, or Ain Omud Nizakin, or is an assessment not made for damages? Is an assessment only made for killing, where some weapons can kill, but others cannot, as opposed to damages, which can always be attributed to whatever weapon was used, or is an assessment made for damages as well? A price states that for all payments of injury inflicted by a person, we assess the victim and give him the money immediately. The price adds that if the recovery took more or less time than originally estimated, the payment does not change. This proves that an assessment is made for damages. The more answers to assess the person to estimate his recovery time is certainly necessary to determine the payment amount. But the question remains whether to assess the instrument of attack. A proof is brought from Shimon Atimi's statement that the weapon of injury must be assessed by Basin, and even Rabbi Kiva requires it to be assessed by the aiding. Point number two, in the Mishnah of Sadeyama Beis, Rabbi Kiva said that one is not permitted to injure himself, and even if he does so, that does not exempt someone else from paying for injuring him. This is contradicted by a Brisa, in which Rabbi Kiva said, Adam Rashal a person is permitted to wound himself. Rava initially answers that even the Mishnah was referring to injury, which is forbidden, and the Bryce was referring to humiliating oneself, which is permitted. However, a Bryce teaches that one who swears to injure himself is not liable because it's forbidden to do so. Therefore, the Gemara concedes that it's a Malchokas Tanaim. The town who forbids harming oneself is ultimately identified as Rebbe Lazar Kapar. The Torah describes the Nazar as Chata Ahanefesh, having sinned against the soul, which he explains is because Shetzir he deprived himself of wine. He adds that one who only deprived himself of wine is called a sinner, then a Matsar Atzma Kodavra Ach is Kamavakama, one who deprives himself of all things, meaning he fasts, all the more so. And point number three, Rav said, Dikwatatan Kaba Asl Mixase, a palm tree that bears a cub of dates is forbidden to cut down. This is challenged from the Mishnah, which states that an olive tree which produces a quarter of a cove may not be cut down. And the Gemara answers, Shanizeshim dechashive. Olive trees are different because they are valuable. Rabbi Hanina said that his son Shevchas died prematurely only because he cut down a fig tree while it was producing figs. Ravina says, If its wood is of high value, meaning it's greater than its fruit, it is permitted to cut it down. This is supported by a price which darshans a pasuk that even a fruit tree may be cut down for use when conquering an enemy city, and the Torah writes the same about a non-fruit tree. Since this seems superfluous, it teaches to give precedence to the non-fruit tree over the fruit tree to use the non-fruit tree where only one is needed. The word rock only teaches that it's not so where the wood is of greater value than the fruit. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara asks, Is an assessment made for damages to determine if the weapon was capable of inflicting them? Or is an assessment not made for damages? Is an assessment only made for killing, where some weapons can kill, but others cannot, as opposed to damages, which can always be attributed to whatever weapon was used? Or is an assessment made for damages as well? A price states that for all payments of injury inflicted by a person, we assess the victim and give him the money immediately. The Brisa adds that if the recovery took more or less time than originally estimated, the payment does not change. This proves that an assessment is made for damages. The more answers to assess the person to estimate his recovery time is certainly necessary to determine the payment amount. But the question remains whether to assess the instrument of attack. A proof is brought from Shimon Atimi's statement that the weapon of injury must be assessed by Basin, and even Rabbi Kiva requires it to be assessed by the aiding. Point number two, in the Mishnah of Sadeyama Beis, Rabbi Kiva said that one is not permitted to injure himself, and even if he does so, that does not exempt someone else from paying for injuring him. 
This is contradicted by a bright set in which Rekiva said, Adam Rashal Chabu a person is permitted to win himself. Rabbi initially answers that Rekiva in the Mishnah was referring to injury, which is forbidden, and the Bryce was referring to humiliating oneself, which is permitted. However, a Bryce teaches that one who swears to injure himself is not liable because it's forbidden to do so. Therefore, the Gemara concedes that it's a Malchokas the town who forbids harming oneself is ultimately identified as Rebbelaz HaKapar. The Torah describes a Nazar as Chata Ahanefesh, having sinned against the soul, which he explains is because Shetzir Atzmominayin, he deprived himself of wine. He adds that one who only deprived himself of wine is called a sinner, then a Matsar Atzma Kodavra Ach is Kamavakama, one who deprives himself of all things, meaning he fasts, all the more so. And point number three, Rav said, Kaba a palm tree that bears a cub of dates is forbidden to cut down. This is challenged from the Mishnah, which states that an olive tree which produces a quarter of a cove may not be cut down. And the Gemara answers, Shani Zeisim Dechashive. Olive trees are different because they are valuable. Rabbi Chanina said that his son Shivchas died prematurely only because he cut down a fig tree while it was producing figs. Ravina says, If its wood is of high value, meaning it's greater than its fruit, it is permitted to cut it down. This is supported by a price which darshans a pasuk that even a fruit tree may be cut down for use when conquering an enemy city, and the Torah writes the same about a non-fruit tree. Since this seems superfluous, it teaches to give precedence to the non-fruit tree over the fruit tree to use the non-fruit tree where only one is needed. The word rock only teaches that it's not so where the wood is of greater value than the fruit. All right, so now we get our Simadav study off, and our standard simon is an exit sign. An exit sign. So here goes. The judges who were busy assessing if the old detached exit sign that was used to assault someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm were startled when a tall man started banging his head against the newly installed exit sign to injure himself as a punishment for cutting down a fig tree while it was still producing fruit. Once again, slow motion. The judges who were busy assessing the old detached exit sign, exit sign, that must be off Sadi Olaf, say. The judges who were busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to assault someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, which reminds us, Gamora asks, Is an assessment made for damages to determine if the weapon was capable of inflicting them? Or is an assessment not made for damages? Is an assessment only made for killing where some weapons can kill but others cannot, as opposed to damages, which can always be attributed to whatever weapon was used? Or is an assessment made for damages as well? So the judges who were busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, were startled when a tall man started banging his head against the newly installed exit sign to injure himself, which reminds us that more brings him out focus if one is permitted to wound himself. So the judges who were busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to assault someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, were startled when a tall man started banging his head against the newly installed exit sign to injure himself as a punishment for cutting down a fig tree while it was still producing fruit, which reminds us, Rav said that a palm tree that bears a cup of dates is forbidden to cut down. Rabbi Chinina said that a son Shivachas died prematurely only because he cut down a fig tree while it was still producing fruits. So once again, the judges who were busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to assault someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, were startled when a tall man started banging his head against the newly installed exit sign to injure himself as a punishment for cutting down a fig tree while it was still producing fruit. All right, so now it's time for Four Blabat Chazara. Daf Pezayin. So the Simmer Daf Pezayin is a golden Pez candy dispenser. So here goes. The blind man who was put for mitzvahs who knocked over the golden Pez candy dispenser display. Golden Pez candy dispenser? That must be one Daf Pezayin. 
The blind man who was putted from mitzvahs who knocked over the golden Pez candy dispenser display, which reminds us Rebuta exempts a blind person from Boshas, Gallus, Malchus, and capital punishment, as well as all monetary laws. Another Brisa adds, the Kenai Rebuta poetry called mitzvahs amurus with Torah, and so Rebuta would exempt him from all mitzvahs in the Torah. This is because the Torah writes, the Ela mitzvahs al chukim mishpatim, together teaching koshiyeshnam and mishpatim yeshnam and mitzvahs al chukim. Anyone who is included in monetary laws is included in the commandments and statutes, but anyone excluded from monetary laws is not included in the mitzvahs. So the blind man who was putted from mitzvahs, who knocked over the golden Pez candy dispenser display, didn't see the girl who'd come into the store to buy Pez candy with the money she received from getting injured, which reminds us, Rabbi Lazar asked Rav, If one wounds the minor daughter of others, to whom is the injury payment given? Do we say that since the Torah awarded all the gains of her Na'aris to the father, he also receives the injury payment, since her value as a potential Amaivriya was diminished? Or do we say that he only receives gains such as her Kedushan money, because he can marry her off to whomever he chooses, but not injury money, since he's prohibited from injuring her? Rav responded that the father does not receive her damaged payments. So the blind man who was putta from mitzvahs, who knocked over the golden Pez candy dispenser display, didn't see the girl who'd come into the store to buy Pez candy with the money she received from getting injured, nor the boy outside looking through the window whose money was put in a trust when his father injured him, which reminds us. It was taught in a bright miyad. If one injures his adult son, he shall give him payment immediately. If he injures his minor son, he makes a trust for him. Daf Peches. So the Simon Daf Peches is a puch, a garbage can, or a dustbin. So here goes. When the Evakanani took the garbage can, garbage can, that must be on Daf Peches. Puch. When the Evakanani took the garbage can outside from the basin, where he was not allowed to give aid, us, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a source that an Evakanani is disqualified as an aid. So when the Evakanani took the garbage can outside from the basin, where he was not allowed to give aid, us, he saw a man approach who threw his claim to his deceased mother's nickname, Elu property, into the garbage can, since her husband took it based on Dekanah which reminds us, Rav Shmuel bar Abba of Hagronia's mother, after marrying Rabbi Abba, wrote over her property to her son Rav Shmuel. After she died, Rabbi Yirmiya bar Abba established Rav Shmuel as a property's owner. Rabbi Yehuda ruled otherwise, quoting Shmuel, that if a woman sold her nixim alug during her husband's lifetime and then died, the husband collects the property from the purchasers. Thus, Rabbi Abba can take the property from Shmuel bar Abba. Shmuel's ruling was based on Takanas Usha, the enactment of Usha, where they decreed to strengthen the husband's right to her property, allowing him to collect it from her purchasers after she dies, as Shmuel said. So, when the Evakanani took the garbage can outside from the basin, where he was not allowed to give aidas, he saw a man approach who threw his claim to his deceased mother's nickname, Alu property, into the garbage can, since her husband took it, based on Takanas Usha. As another person was selling land, his father wrote over to him, while his father retained rights in the produce. Until his death, which reminds the Mormons of Machlokas of Kenyan parents continue a goof regarding preventing a sale, such as in the case of one who writes over his properties to his son to acquire after his death, whereby the son owns the physical land now, but the father retains the right to its produce until he dies, and then the son sells the land. Daf Peites, so the similar Daf Peites is a chalent pot. So here goes. The woman showing off her new chalent pot, chalent pot, that must be on Daf Peites. The woman showing off her new chalampot she purchased with the tovasana she received when she sold her ksuba, which reminds us, the more discusses a married woman who sells her ksuba, which the buyer would collect if she becomes divorced or widowed, but not if she dies first. The buyer says, tovasana the discounted amount paid by the buyer belongs to the wife. So the woman showing off her new chalampot she purchased with the tovasana she received when she sold her ksuba to her friend who was not permitted to sell her ksuba to pay for damages she inflicted. 
did, which reminds us on Dav, pay Zainam and off. The Mishnah taught that married women do not pay for damages they inflict since they do not have money. The Gemara asked that she should sell her nixon alug to pay the victim and is forced to say the cases where she has none. The Gemara asked that she should sell her ksuba for its risk value, and the Gemara explains that even if she would sell the ksuba, she could later forgive the ksuba, which Shmuel taught is effective, which she would certainly do for her husband, and we do not want to actively cause the buyer a loss. So the woman showing off her new chalampot she purchased with the tova sana she received when she sold her ksuba to her friend who was not permitted to sell her ksuba to pay for damages she inflicted, served some chal to her nixamaluk slave who wasn't freed when her husband knocked out, his tooth, which reminds us, two prices discuss slaves in Maluk property owned by the wife and the husband enjoys their produce. One states, isha. They go free with the loss of a tooth or an eye inflicted by the wife who is considered the owner of Valola Ish, but not if it was afflicted by the husband who is not considered an owner. The other Bryce teaches that neither is considered an exclusive owner. Four explanations are offered. Dav Tzadi. So the symbol Dav Tzadi is a stucca box. So here goes. The master who sold a slave but retained his work for 30 days, who was so happy he was still subject to the rule of Yom Yomaim when he killed the slave that he put money in the based in Tzedaka box, Tzedaka box, that must be Daf Tzadi. The master who sold the slave but retained his work for 30 days, who was so happy he was still subject to the rule of Yom Yomaim when he killed the slave that he put money in the based in Tzedaka box, which reminds us that more brings a four-way malchokas regarding who gets the din of Yom Yomaim when someone sells a slave but retains his work for 30 days. The issue is dependent on what one holds, whether Kinyan HaPeros could Kinyan HaGuftamit. So the master who sold the slave but retained his work for 30 days, who so happy was still subject to the rule of Yom Yomai when he killed the slave that he put money in the base in Tzedakah box, was shocked when he noticed some judges who witnessed a murder act as witnesses, which reminds us that Bryson teaches that if Sanhedrin witnessed a murder, Ritarfin says some of the judges testify before the others, and the others can judge based on the received testimony. Rikiva said that since all of them were potential witnesses, none of them can judge the case. So the master who sold his slave but retained his work for 30 days, who so happy was still subject to the rule of Yom O Yomayim, when he killed the slave that he put money in the based in Tzedakah box, was shocked when he knows some judges who witnessed a murder act as witnesses, as the judges judging examined the murder weapon, which reminds us that more discusses if a weapon must be examined by the judges or just the witnesses. All right, so that concludes today's share. This is everybody Ram Goldar from Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.